0: Good morning, November 30th, last day of November, and then we head into the month of December. You're on with the the coach and czar on this Thursday morning. Uh, a little cold here in Chicago, but uh, it's football season, and we're uh, done with the college football season. We got two bowl games tomorrow night, but we got an NFL game tonight. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, who've been unstoppable the last three games, are playing the Seattle Seahawks tonight. Uh, any any uh, thoughts on the game tonight?
1: No, nah, I like the Stildorf. The under? first The Stildorf, have yeah, first, the half, first under. half
0: So we're going first half under. Here's my thing, and I'm leaning a little bit towards uh, the Cowboys here. Or not the Cowboys, I'm sorry, Seattle. Here's the thing. The last three games, uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys have played the Panthers, the Giants, and Washington, and, and won by an average of 30 points, right? Prescott's been unbelievable. 17 touchdowns, two picks, that's it. He's been... Unstoppable. Those three teams. What would you say? They're pretty bad. Uh, if you've watched the Giants, Giants, they I think they caught the Giants first week the, with Devito. Uh, then they played the Panthers, another rookie quarterback. They're one and ten, just a god awful team. Washington's heading that direction. They sold off a lot of their players, and they're they're heading in that direction. So you know what? The Cowboys at home, they scored that many points, but you got a Seattle team coming in again. Everybody's thinking, oh, here Dallas is on a roll, but Seattle is six and five right now. They played four weeks uh, pretty bad football. And I, I, while I don't really love Carroll, I think he prepares his teams pretty well. And I think he motivates them pretty well. I think he's what what you would consider what you'd probably call him a player's coach. I would, I would guess. Right.
1: Yeah. I think, I think peril Carroll is, is definitely someone that people like to play for. Um, you know, I, I, from what I heard, obviously we're not in the locker room, but right, you know, right. the only one I ever heard Carol having like, "Thank God he's gone" is Russell Wilson, which was interesting to me.
0: Right, and I'll tell you what, they they play hard for him, and and they seem to always play hard for him. They're six and five. They really, they're really there at the end. Uh, you know, whether they make the playoffs or not, they're always kind of pushing. They got a great receiving core. Uh, after two, and here's a, st- a startling fact that I that I found after two losses, coming off of two or more losses in a row, Seattle's 20-5 and against the spread. So, again, when they lose two in a row, they come out that third game and they play hard, win or lose, typically they win, but they play hard that third game, which tells me the coach gets them ready to play. They're professionals. Uh, Geno Smith has had a couple off weeks. He was banged up a little bit. Then he had a little – he had a short week. He had to come back from the injury. So, you know, nine points is a lot. Do you believe that the Dallas Cowboys are going to continue to roll everybody? Do you believe that Prescott is the quarterback he has been playing the last three games against the worst teams in the NFL? If you believe that, then you're going to believe that the Dallas Cowboys are going to roll tonight. Uh, I, obviously, you can tell by the way I'm talking what my lean is. I'm going to keep uh, keeping an eye on the numbers uh, as, as we get closer to game time, but I can give you an idea where the splits are today uh, right now. Uh, you got you got the Seahawks are still plus 9 and the Dallas Cowboys are at 86 they're, they're hauling in 80s 86% of the handle that's that's a lot of money so uh you know, you know last week the public made a killing this week this is one of the heavily bet games on the favorite so uh you take that information for for what it's worth but in the past Uh, those teams haven't fared well against the spread uh, from week to week. So those are my thoughts on tonight's game. Uh, Take it what it is. Obviously, you can tell my lean is towards the Cowboys. I definitely lean the under two. I think that if Seattle has a chance, uh, they're going to have to keep this a a little lower scoring. I could see the first half being a little bit lower scoring, and then the second half. Uh, pick up a little bit, but I I like the uh, Stilldorf tonight as well uh, with the under. I think that's the only chance the Seahawks have. And a scary thing is people don't realize how good the Seattle Seahawks wide receiver core is. I mean, it's not like Gene, Geno Smith's working with a bunch of stiffs over there. You got Metcalf. Uh, you got the rookie who came out of uh, Ohio State. Uh, he's got the hyphenated name and, and then you got Lockett. So you got some weapons there. At wide receivers is an underrated group. So uh we'll see they're going to have to throw the ball tonight definitely I think to 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 uh to move the ball on Dallas but uh is Dallas ask yourself is Dallas going to keep scoring 40 points a game and uh rolling everybody uh, I I'm betting that uh you know 4 weeks in a row here is, isn't going to happen so those are my thoughts tonight
1: Yep that that's I gave mine um shifting over to the the Pond the over first period one again the Bulls Lost the first half. They actually won the first first quarter for the first time. And I don't know how so long, how long on Sunday. They lost again to Boston. Uh, first quarter, first half. First half's been losing every every game. So making it short and sweet. I'm sticking with the over in the um the over first period, and the Bulls uh, go against the Bulls money line both in, both in the first quarter and the first half. So my my offs before we talk college football. That's the th- those are my my two standing things that you know that um you know i ha- handed out weeks ago i'm i'm sticking with it no we're, no reason to change
0: yeah i agree uh the the bulls have been playing horrible i think i think i've been keeping track here i just looked at my notes that's 9 and 1 now the loss on sunday that's 9 and 1 since we've been tracking it the bulls uh fading them in the first quarter so that's that's a pretty good number yes it is all right. For, for tomorrow night, we got two bowl games, or uh, not bowl games. We got two conference games uh, on the slate. We got uh, New Mexico State and Liberty. I don't know much about either one of those teams, except that I know that New Mexico State is coached by Coach Kill. Coach Kill is at, down at Southern Illinois, turned that program around. Then he went to Northern Illinois, turned that around. Went to Minnesota, turned that around, and had some health issues there. Everywhere this guy goes, even before Southern, he just goes and, and turns programs around. So if, if you're if you're looking for an edge tomorrow night, I don't know much about Liberty, and I don't know much about New Mexico State. I know New Mexico State had won 10 in a row against the spread. Uh, Coach Kills getting 11 and a half tomorrow. I can tell you that, that kids play harder for him than anyone in the country. Uh, the guy, I've heard him speak twice. The guy's unbelievable. Uh, you know, after hearing him speak, he's the type of guy that you'd follow through a brick wall. So... I kind of lean in towards New Mexico State tomorrow. That's that's all I wanted to say on that game. I know there's a bigger game uh, in Las Vegas uh, tomorrow night that uh, has uh, a lot of implications. We have a conference game, championship game in the Pac-12 tomorrow that these guys are playing for the conference championship, a playoff berth, and possibly the Heisman Trophy in this game. All three are on the line uh, tomorrow night in Las Vegas. It should be a hell of a night uh if you if you like good football you got number three washington playing oregon uh number five
1: what's your thoughts on this are so so i have you know i know i talked about this before and it wasn't very popular because uh i know a lot of people like oregon i'm just going to give you i i don't know if i'm going to be here this weekend guys so i'm just going to quickly give you my four plays as well as my uh my top play of the weekend um short and sweet. Washington, Oklahoma State, Iowa, play of the week, Florida State. Iowa, I like first half money line. Um, I, I love the fact that Florida State should be a seven-point game. It's two and a half. Um, keep it short and sweet. There you go. There's, there's my plays. Washington, Oklahoma State, Iowa, uh, including Iowa first half money line. Um, and I love the fact that, that many people are hating my Washington, Iowa, and Florida State game. And, uh, and I love, love, love Florida State. Um, a lot of people think that that backup quarterback can't win. All he did is come in and, uh, and charge the offense. So, so Florida State's the sleeper team in my eyes. All right. So that, those, are my, those are my picks. I'll tell you what. If you,
0: like, if you like Washington to win the game, to win it outright, you should probably put a little bit on Penix to win the Heisman right? That would be a smart bet. Because if if Washington's going to win, Penix is probably going to have a hell of a game, I would guess. And really, they a lot of people say it's between him and Bo Nix. This is really it, man. This is the opportunity to go head-to-head. Head. You don't get that many opportunities to go head-to-head head with a guy that you're competing for, for the Heisman Trophy, on the biggest stage on a Friday night. That, that to me, is pretty cool. So if you think Washington's going to win, you're bit, you're betting Washington. Why not throw a little bit on Penix to win the Heisman? Uh, the odds are still pretty good. And, and uh, you know, throw a little bit on that. That makes sense to me. I like Washington as well. I think there's a sh- uh, sh- a boatload of money coming in on, uh, on uh, Oregon. I mean, people are just loading up. All I hear all, all week is I turn on Visa and I turn on all these sports talks. They talk about how great Oregon is, how great uh, Oregon has been since they lost to Washington. They're 6-0. and They've averaged 26 points in those victories, uh, a margin of 26 points. They got a top five unit. Their, their offense is number four. Their defense is number five. Uh, you know Washington has not played so hot since they beat Oregon. So uh, Washington, I definitely like them within within the number. I think you're gonna. Get, I think we're gonna get a great game tomorrow night uh, in that one. I gotta admit, when you first said Iowa, when you were taking the money line uh, first half in Iowa. I thought you were ludicrous. I think it was either Sunday or Monday. I thought you were crazy. At this point, I've 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 come to your side of the thinking, and I, the more I hear, Michigan really is in a bad spot. You're you're absolutely right about that. You just said yeah, they're Michigan's horrible spot. They're coming off a, a very emotional win against um, against Ohio State. They don't re- all they really need to do is win this game. They don't want to take any any uh, unwanted risks. Um, to, yeah, I could see, like I told you, I think I texted you last night, I could see a 21-10 game with Iowa still having an opportunity uh, to, to win the game in the fourth quarter, like a 14-10 game. Uh, I, I see Michigan just doing enough to get through and, and get out of here and get the win. They do not need style points. They win and they're definitely in the playoffs. Uh, you know, you don't want anything to happen. I know J.J. McCarthy's been banged up a little bit. You don't want anything to happen to him uh, moving forward. My my plate a week, and I and I know everybody's going to give me uh, a lot about it, but uh, I'm I'm voting I'm voting I'm I'm betting on uh, Alabama this week. I'm taking them the points and the money line. Uh, I think the public is all over Georgia. Everybody's singing Georgia's praises. I think. Uh, in these situations, when Nick Saban is an underdog, and and uh, he has been, uh, you know, after that loss to Texas, and then they had a, a down game after that, he's been kind of uh, laying in the weeds there. And I think I think this is a good opportunity uh, for Alabama. And I think in these situations, historically, Alabama has shown up. I could be wrong. I could be showing my my love for Alabama and Saban too much, but I I just believe when you give coaches uh, an opportunity to, to, to show what they got and Saban's the guy. I, I think he's been preparing for this. I think this was inevitable. Uh, I think about three weeks ago, he started to see the big picture, and I, and I wouldn't even, uh, uh, doubt that he had some advanced scouting in in on Georgia and things like that. But, uh, you know, this is a great opportunity for him. He's good in these situations. Um, that's, that's one of my best this week. Uh, weekend for sure and I, I like I'm going opposite uh you with the Texas I think Texas needs some style points I think this game will be close until we get to the very end here's the one thing I don't like about Oklahoma State they're very one-dimensional they played horrible to start the season they were two and two they have this uh they have a kid at running back that they rely on uh and they really need him to get started to Ollie G- Gordon uh the second he's a sophomore he had fifth 1500 yards this year 20 touchdowns really that, that's their offense. He's one-dimensional. When he's got it going, they play very well, Oklahoma State. Okay, It helps their quarterback, who's a little bit uh, average at best. But they're playing a Texas team that excels at stopping the run. They uh, they really have a great rush defense. They allow 85 uh, rushing yards a game. If they force Oklahoma State to put this game in Bauman's hands, that's not good for them. And I could see late, uh, in the game where they get that that cover uh, late in the fourth quarter but that's that's my uh, that's my thought on how that game uh, may go again, I, I I would lean towards the other. I think I said that Oklahoma State's gonna play him tough. I think Gundy's a good offensive coach. I know uh he worked on staff with uh Todd Munkin, uh the Ravens coordinator. I, I know they're they're good offensive minds and I know they can put up some points. So you're gonna get everything. Gundy's gonna put out pull out all the stops. So I think they'll score some points. I think uh I think the Texas uh Longhorns are going to score a lot of points they got their quarterback back but they they got their uh, Brooks is out hurt their their lead running back but you know what they just plugged another guy in there and rushed for 302 yards last week so it don't matter they're at, at running back you in Texas so those are my yeah. thoughts And case we don't uh, make it this week I'll, I'll try to get on and I know you're gonna uh, try to try to uh, arrange it so you
1: can get on too but uh,
0: those are my thoughts so far yeah. The, uh, you know.
1: I, I want to say this to the audience. If you coach watches a ton of college football, I don't, I don't watch college football. Um, So my, if you're looking for like, that's a great Heisman angle. I didn't even think about that. If you asked me, if you gave me 10 tries to name both quarterbacks for Washington, Oregon, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I just don't watch college football. Quite honestly, I don't care that much. Uh, I like certain coaches. I root for teams. I do it all based on numbers. Right. So, so anyway, just realize that if coach does a great job analyzing X's and O's, I don't have the time for that. Um, I don't watch college football like he does. So he does listen to his analysis and I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure he is right on everything. Okay. So, um, you know, use that, uh, but know that I'm not making my pick. I'm making my pick on the fact that Texas opened at 12 and a half. Now it's 15. It's over what I would consider two key numbers. It's 15 and a half. You can get it actually. So, so like I, other than that, that's it. I have nothing else. Um, One little thing that coach kind of jogged my memory on going back two weeks. I had told uh, you guys some futures plays. I gave you three teams that I said are, I felt were way overvalued. Texas was uh, uh, undervalued. Texas is one of them. I think it was 16 to one at the time. I think it's down to seven and one or something now. Um, If you think Washington, Oregon have a shot. Do you realize you could still get Washington at 28 to 1 to win the national championship? And now I know what the response is going to be. No way in heck are they going to win? No, I know. I know. I'm just betting that they beat Louisville. Okay. Because if they beat Louisville, you have a 28 to 1 hedge against whomever they play because they're in the playoffs. Washington is in the playoffs if they win. So same thing with Washington. I think it's 16 to 1 right now for for two teams that all they have to do is win to get in. Um, That's pretty good odds where a team like Texas, a team like Alabama, like there's, well, I guess Alabama is probably in if they win, but a team like Texas, they need some help. A team like Ohio State, they need a lot of help. So so anyway, just just repeating some thoughts from before, if you at all think Washington or Florida State have a chance to win, it it makes a lot of sense to put a little bit on the 28 or 16 to 1 to win the national championship, because then you're going to get a a great opportunity to hedge and bet the other team, no matter who they play, they're not going to be 16 or 28 to 1 favorites. All right, so Coach, thanks for the reminder there on the Heisman. That remind me on the future, and I, I, I wanted to give you a little props on your work for the X's and O's, and just make sure the fa- the 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 listeners know I do not do that. Um, <laughs> Hey, so that's, that's why we're the
0: coach and the czar both, I'll tell you what, both, I like to hear both content. I, I like, I take it, I take it all. And I love the numbers and I love looking at, uh, the different angles. If you don't take in all the information, uh, then you're not doing yourself justice. You know, I, I think the people that win long-term or the people that put in the work, you know, I, I don't play people's plays blindly. I, you know, I look at my information. If it matches with my thoughts, then I, then I take it. But, uh, Those are my thoughts so far. Again, it's Thursday. You know, this could change by Saturday. I like to, I like, like you, I like to keep looking at the numbers and seeing where where things are going. Uh, kind of like the stock market. Like so, that Bama
1: that that Bama number is interesting because it's at five and a half, which is really it went from six to five and a half, but it opened at four. <coughs> is that going to go back towards four by game time, up towards seven, or is it just going to hang around a number that doesn't matter? Uh, I'm I'm eager to see which way that that pushes as we close into 3 p.m. on Saturday. That online has it at plus six right now, uh, so it's back up
0: there. Uh, yeah, yes, I see. That, There's some some place has
1: four, six and a half. Heritage and DraftKings have five and a half. You know, so like it's hovering right around that number. Um, six is more significant, obviously, than five and a half. But the two numbers are, you know, three, four, and seven that you're looking for. And I'm I'm curious if it infringes back on the four or if it ever pushes the seven.
0: Yeah, and keep your uh keep it going. This is a fun time of year and uh I'll tell you what we're getting we're getting ready for teams to make the playoff runs in in uh in the NFL, you're getting some better games from week to week. Uh it was a great week of football last weekend. Let's hope we match it this weekend with the championships and uh some NFL football. So, like always, uh we're heading into December. We want to win this last day in November. So, uh
1: let's let's uh out there let's win the day. Yeah. Win the day. Let's go. Let's go Hawks win, but score some in that first period, baby. (laughs) All right. Have a good day.